that supercharger whine means that I'm back in the mini and how are y'all doing Rico Besse here to try to motivate you inspire you or just uh, be transparent and share something uh, going on with me and in my struggles of life and how I am uh, attempting to thrive not just survive spinning around on this planet motivation in a mini how y'all doing it's pre-friday this week man weeks are just flying by and yet the season is not changing it is still freaking cold out and i like the cold i like boots sweaters jackets but at some point i would like to be lounging by the pool catching some vitamin D with my beautiful wife. Hopefully that happens this year. My wife thinks that pretty much pools aren't going to be opening up this summer. I'm optimistic. She's a little more realistic <laughs> in her expectations. So how do we find ourselves on this pre-Friday in May, the 14th, halfway through the month? I mean, this month this month is pretty much over with, folks. It is done. <laughs> Start thinking about June. I'm starting to think about June. This week has been productive. It really has. And yet I don't feel satisfied. I feel like there, there was some meat left on the bone. And I think it's not just in what I'm accomplishing, but my attitude while I'm accomplishing it. That's just as important for me. And you know this is true, right? If, if you were in some kind of competition, right? And you gave it your all but you had a blast doing it. You felt great. You felt like you couldn't have performed any better in a race. And you came in third. But you go home feeling fantastic, you know, out of all the people that entered or participated, you came in third place, right? And just knowing that you did your, you did your hardest, you did your best, and you felt good, and you loved it. The thrill of competition the build-up to it, the training, the regimen, the discipline, all the factors that go into uh, and to be ready for the big day. And to show up and everything lined up and you feel good, um, that's just an awesome feeling. And I would rather have that, right? I'd rather have that third place Maybe even, I, maybe even I don't make the podium, right? Maybe it's fourth or fifth place. As opposed to the day of the race, you're not really into it, you're not feeling it, you got bad news, something happened, something affects your morale and attitude. And all your training paid off because you actually maybe did better than my other scenario, right? Option A, you feel great, you're loving it, 
just the joy and the passion is there and you came in fourth or fifth. Or maybe in the second scenario, maybe you come in first or second. I wouldn't say first. It doesn't work for my analogy. But say you do better in the second scenario, or maybe you do the same, right? But when your heart, your attitude, the joy, the fun of it isn't there, that robs it a lot. And it almost feels like, was it worth it? Should I have shown up? And that's all in attitude. And sometimes it's a difficult beast to get your fingers wrapped around, but so that that's kind of my analogy for my reflection on this week where I didn't operate any less of a level that I'm accustomed to or expecting. I'm still learning a lot, growing within my role and within my company. But just definitely something missing. And I'm pretty sure I know what it is. And she's probably going to listen to this at some point. But I got out of the military for a reason. I got out of the military because my family had sacrificed enough for me and my career, for my deployments. I mean, for me to go past 20 years, I would have had to go back to a ship. And, and that, it's not impossible, it's just brutal. And having put my family through that over 20 years, um, five deployments, missed the birth of both my kids, and all the workups involved. Oh, I almost missed my own wedding. And yes, in the Navy, that's possible for you to miss your own wedding. Um, yeah, my, my family and more, more so my wife have just sacrificed time and time again. And they talk about military spouses and the hardships they endure, but it's very real, you know, (laughs) when I'm out to sea and I'm focused on operating a billion dollar reactor, that's got my attention. And so when I'm not on watch or not involved with maintenance or doing things related to that, yeah, I think about them, but I don't have a lot of that downtime because I'm busy either trying to eat, work out, and then maybe get some sleep. And then, uh, so yeah, there's a huge sacrifice for for those that are left behind while, while we go out to uh, defend our country, defend uh, freedom and democracy around the world. So after 20 years, you know, that's all I had left. That's all I wanted to ask of my family anymore, at least. It wasn't about me. I loved the military. I loved what it afforded me personally and professionally. Um, but because of my family, it was definitely time to, to move on to a second career. Second career, which doesn't involve me going on 
deployments or going out to sea or spending any significant amount of time away from them. But lo and behold, we are apart now. And in, and in my opinion, apart way too long. <laughs> nah, she's doing great things, helping her family out um, while she's got extra time on her hands. And that's awesome. And I know it means the world to her. So it's definitely uh, the sacrifice here in this situation is worth it. But just the thought of being away from my wife for a month, it's, God, it's, it's very challenging. Um, because you kind of thought those days were over. And then when you, and then, see, it's different, right? When somebody says, well, I'm not giving you an option. You're doing this. It's almost an easier pill to swallow because once again, it's out of your hands, out of your control. You can be upset with somebody else because that's much easier pill to swallow than being upset with yourself, right? This is a decision and choice that we made together. So I can't be, I can't be mad or point my finger at anybody else for, for forcing me or making me do this. I gotta look in the mirror and that's always, that is tough, right? <laughs> that's more tough. Somebody shoots you in the foot I'd almost rather that than you shoot yourself in your own foot. So choosing to be apart for a month and supporting that and uh, and swallowing that pill every day, especially after building a building a bond, a union with somebody, it's, uh, it changes you, as it should. When you decide to, to partner up with somebody officially on this uh, journey through life, and, and what you guys are willing to sacrifice for each other, till death do you part, It does. It really, it really, it really will change you because you you become very dependent on this person, and and you sacrifice pieces of yourself, some of your independence, your freedoms, your own wants and needs, to investment in another human being, and it it's uh. It's definitely an emotional bank account where you are continuously withdrawing from your own to deposit in somebody else's. And then at some point you realize, shoot, I cannot financially survive without this individual, right? And by that, I mean emotionally and spiritually, right? Well-being, mental state. And so I know that she's not going anywhere. She will return here in a few weeks. But every day that I'm trying to go to sleep at night without her, it it is <laughs> a challenge every night. It is ungodly painful. And I, I don't like it one bit. And it definitely uh, 
affects me from how I show up and my attitude because what is the purpose of everything I do? You know, I, I live to try to make other people better, to make this world better, leave it better than how I found it. But I could always count on at the end of the day that at a minimum, I am making her life better. I am bringing joy to her life. I put a smile on her face because that's my job. Like I signed up for that. Like I agreed and committed to that. So if I lose my job, my mom stops talking to me, my sisters disavow me, all my friends delete my number and block me. I'm okay with that. Not that I want that to happen. No, no, no. That that would that would definitely have some feelings, but there would be feelings that wouldn't last too long. <laughs> because I know that I can always count on one person. And that's that's the beauty of a marriage, right? When when the rest of the world does not have your back, this woman does. And so knowing that I've got to be doing all this stuff right now without my partner, without without seeing her beautiful face in the morning when I leave and anticipating it when I come home. It makes me sad. But as it should, right? If you spend... Okay, so I, I saw this all the time here, right? On, on, uh, when we go out to sea and I'd be waiting in line for chow because that's what you do, right? You got to at least wait your half hour for food if you're lucky. Uh, you know, if it's really good food, then anticipate waiting maybe an hour or two. I'm, I'm not kidding, right? An, an hour or two for some chicken wings and some pizza. So while I'm waiting in line, I used to hear dudes, you know, because you're only a crazy person if you go eat by yourself. So you always got to go with somebody. So then people unrelated, just other military folks in line, but I would, I don't know, I've always got stuck with the individual that's like, oh yeah, I love going out to sea. It's just great. It's a, it's a break from my wife and kids, right? It's a chance for me to just breathe or do whatever I want and not be bothered by somebody. And I thought, that is, that is horrible. What kind of marriage or relationship are you in where you got to see for a month or two and, and you look forward to that? You need that break. Now, I agree, absence makes the heart grow fonder, right? You don't really know what you have or appreciate what you have until it's taken away, even if it's temporary. I fully believe in that. But to look forward to it and the way he spoke about it, it was just... So, and then there's probably people out there too where 
there might be a, a day a week where the wife has her girls night out and you can play video games or do what you want or and you look forward to that and it's understandable if people don't love doing everything together right if there's certain things that your wife or husband like doing that you you're not crazy about and maybe sometimes yeah you, you got your your own little routines or things that you do um i mean me and my wife have gone out girls night boys night out no problem i mean it seems like every time that happens we end up meeting up and and combining the nights together anyway so But when you're really looking forward to it, when it's really like, God, I need, I just need a breather from this individual, right? Then there's a problem there. I think there's a similar philosophy too when it comes to work, when people are like, man, I really, you know, not when I, like, I need a vacation, right? I think you definitely should recharge your batteries, right? We don't work seven days a week because we would get burnt out, even how, no matter how passionate or committed or we are to whatever we uh, have chose to do professionally, but I like Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, recharge, allow me to slingshot back into my week and be awesome and do awesome things at work. So it's okay to be like, yeah, I've earned some time off. I could take it, go do something fun with my family. It's all worth it, right? That's the, the point of having that time off. Um, enjoy the fruits of your labor. And and once again, kind of come back refreshed. Um, what have you. But you got individuals where their work week is just, just to get to the end, right? Like... I just need to survive or I just need to make it to my next vacation. Like I've been at my job for over a year at least. Shit, yeah. February, yeah, a year and four months. And uh, I haven't taken vacation. And that's not because I'm crazy. I actually kind of would like to be able to take some vacation right now. Not just to break from the job, but because I actually have purpose behind it, right? There's meaning behind why I want to take it. I hope you guys are picking up what I'm putting down. Sometimes it's interesting the perspective we have on things that they make sense to us, but to others they don't.
country's going to open back up and I'm going to hate it because there's just going to be more drivers on the road and statistically that means there's going to be more awful drivers on the road. Uh, I enjoy my commute, right? It's a rare thing when people say, I enjoy my commute. We'll see. We'll see how the rest of the year shapes up. I need to uh, emotionally invest in something that hasn't happened yet. Got all worked up and upset. We do that all the time, don't we, with ourselves, right? We think about the what ifs and the what could be's and and then we find ourselves down. Like genuinely upset over something that hasn't even happened yet. Like that's crazy. So I won't get upset about traffic. That would make me a hypocrite. Traffic that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Tomorrow's not guaranteed. Today is here in the moment. <laughs> and I'm never one to hide my emotions or feelings. So I know that in my interactions with people, um, it has come through as far as how I feel. I mean, really, it's, it's, it's a very compromising position to be in when you go, I miss my wife, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and, and even when I say it in the, in the moment, it's like, you sound like a big baby. I miss my wife. Uh, that's a judgment that I, I let other people do not for me to have I do miss my wife I want my wife back as soon as possible I'm not loving this situation I'm not loving the fact that tonight is another night that I'll go to bed by myself that when I come home I'll come home to two dogs barking and happy to see me but 30 seconds later they could care less <laughs> nah dogs are great companions they are but uh, not what I look forward to when I come home it is nice but once again to my, my purpose and my meaning and uh, through it all right So how am I going to show up the rest of the week, right? Am I going to use this as an excuse? Am I going to let it uh, be a detriment to my future interactions? Am I going to let it compromise what I'm about and how I show up? That's on me, right? What are we doing here, folks? Let's turn. So pre-Friday, 
What do you got planned for the rest of the week? How are you going to show up? How have you shown up this week? All right, I'm bearing a lot here in this podcast on myself personally. Once again, I don't mind. I don't care. I don't uh, pretend to be perfect. I also don't judge others. I mean, it's it's a free country. That's what I love about the U.S. So you can judge if you want or not judge. Judge a little. Judge a lot. Have an opinion, not have an opinion. Uh, I mean, who am I kidding? We all are very opinionated creatures. We really are. But what do you what do you got going on? What is your goals? What are your plans? What have you got written down? What's tangible? If you don't have it written down, is it really a plan? Is it really worth executing? If you don't have it written down, what happens when you get it done? Do you get any satisfaction in it? Any joy? Any reminder that says, oh yeah, I also... Not only did I set out to do A, B, and C, but there was also a, a D and an E, right? Some uh, Delta and Echo involved there. Forgot about those guys. I wish I would have written that down in my plan. But so, so however you've shown up this week and the course you've taken and gone through still got two more days to get it done what is this person doing you don't want to let me through that's cool I probably could completely squeak by oh thanks I just want to let people know, like, I'm in a mini. If you move up just one more foot or two, I can get past you, no problem. Like, I just, I just want some kind of alert that says, I'm in a much, much smaller, much different vehicle than what you're used to having behind you trying to squeeze into the turning lane, making a right. You know, that's all. But, I'm in no rush. Some people get into accidents trying to rush to work. So you're thinking about what you got left? What meat you left on the bone? Don't be wasteful. Don't throw it away. I say meat on the bone and I think of the chicken wings I ate last night or, you know, the tons of ribs I've eaten before in the past. Like, what extent do you go to to try to, to get every little bit and piece off there? Yeah, I got some things to wrap up here. I got uh, some tasking. Got things done. Definitely, uh, I have it written down. 
to make sure I don't forget it. For me, writing it down, it's not just to make it tangible, just that way I don't forget to do it because that will happen. I mean, I'm the, I'm the sort that's got it written down multiple places. I've got electronic notes on my laptop. I've got it written down on my whiteboard. And I've also got it written down on paper. So it's like three versions of myself working, working together to try to get something done. journey's over for now so i will let go of the steering wheel it's your turn to take control make it happen hand over the reins but you got this work hard and be nice folks man it's it sounds so simple when we both know it's not it's not simple having the discipline to, to be committed to it and showing up that way every day it is tough, but we are tough individuals. Life's always changing, so asking for an easy life is a silly thing, and it's a detriment to yourself. Asking for the strength to endure a difficult one, that's a reasonable expectation. It's a better expectation. Love y'all. I want you to have an awesome pre-Friday and uh, going to the week, feeling good, feeling accomplished, feeling successful, and just the, the little, little details that you did and executed this week. All right, y'all. I love y'all. Go get it. <laughs>